episode 115 of The Virtual Couch. I'm your host, Tony Overbay. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, husband, father of four, ultra marathon runner, and creator of The Path Back, an online pornography addiction recovery program that is helping people reclaim their lives from pornography addiction. If you or anyone that you know is struggling with pornography addiction, please point them to pathbackrecovery.com. And there you can download a short ebook that describes five common mistakes that people make when trying to overcome pornography addiction. Again, that's pathbackrecovery.com. And why do I have gum in my mouth? I'm, I'm like a teenage boy. Hang on. I, I do not want you hearing the gum chomping. I guess I could have edited that whole part out, done a redo, but uh, we're, we're, we're moving forward. So um, please follow me on Instagram at Virtual Couch, uh, Facebook, Tony Overbay Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist, or go to TonyOverbay.com and sign up there to get more info on upcoming and exciting news. And on that note, thank you for a lot of really nice emails about uh, when I mentioned a book project. What, what is the book project? When will it come out? And uh, plenty more on that later. I, I'm new to the whole book game, so I do not want to count my chickens before they hatch. So um, I just want to get it done, and then we'll, we'll talk about that more. And uh, I had put a call out a couple of episodes ago when I kind of went into these eight different types of narcissism and uh, the subtypes and, and subtype one, two, and three, and covert and overt and somatic and cerebral. And, and again, I, it's, it's pretty wild. Anytime I put out anything that has to do with narcissism, and even the goal of that one was to kind of say, hey, narcissism gets thrown out a lot, so let's kind of break down really what it is from a DSM diagnosis and all that kind of stuff. But those those podcasts just get downloaded like crazy. And I'm telling you, if you look at the, um, I've kind of gotten away from really looking at a lot of the the data, the analy- analytics of the downloads, but uh, dug back in on that one because it, it received a particularly good download day, that initial release, and a whole lot, and I'm, it's so funny, a whole lot around that whole Washington and Virginia area. So I don't know if people just have a, a Google alert on any time the word narcissism comes up, but uh, just that part just fascinates me. But uh, I had asked in that for examples of gaslighting, and I have been darn near overwhelmed with people who have said, here's, uh, I never knew that I was being gaslighted, I never knew that gaslighting was a thing, and here are examples. So please continue to send them in, and I'll tell you why. It's not so that I just have some good reading material, and it's not for me to then go on and try to uh, disrupt marriages and that sort of thing. Um, that's not my goal. My goal is not to drive a wedge into a marriage. My goal is to help people improve their marriages. And my goal is for people to understand that they aren't crazy when they have an opinion or a thought or an emotion and their partner turns it around on them and then makes them feel bad about it uh, or makes them feel silly or wrong because there is a way to communicate where both partners feel heard and validated and where you leave conversations not only feeling connected and appreciated, but feeling closer. And so that's what, if people don't know that that's even what they're doing, I want to help with that. If people don't know that that's what's happening to them, then I want them to know that they're, that is a thing. And again, they are not crazy and there is help out there. Here's, the, here's just a, one example of a recent uh, email that I received and I have several that are kind of have this sort of a tone. So this person said, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm sure that's how a lot of people start out their conversations. The first was narcissism and then you had mentioned gaslighting. So I watched the episode for gaslighting. And then they said that as uh, I was describing it, their jaw dropped. And um, there is that the person said, there's a name for what my spouse does to me all the time. I didn't even know that was a thing. And so I I get a lot of those. And so what I appreciate about that is um, then people like this will go do a little more research and find out more. 
and then get help. I mean, that's that's the thing, which I, I'm again, that's my whole goal is to improve marriages. I promise you, if someone is being handed a link to a podcast and it says uh, and, and it's like, hey, listen to this. I think maybe this is what what's going on in our relationship. The wrong answer is for the person getting that uh, link to listen to the episode on gaslighting to then tell the person you're crazy because that's gaslighting. Uh, but anyway, I didn't mean to go off on that. Uh, I won't. I, I'm excited to get to the interview. Uh, it's a really fun interview today, and I won't say too much more because we covered this in the interview. But my guest is Kim Partridge, aka Coach Kimmy. And here was the fun part of this one: she actually sent me an email, and I replied and sort of called her out to say, "Hey, well, come on the podcast. Let's talk about this book that she had emailed me about, asking me about my opinion or if I had read it." Um, it's a book that she's passionate about. It's a book called Enough As She Is by Rachel Simmons. And uh, Coach Kimmy and I will talk about that book, why she wrote in, and a whole lot more. But uh, let me give you a little bit of background on Coach Kimmy. She's a registered nurse, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. She's been doing, uh, she was a registered nurse for a, a very long time, and a certified life coach who specializes in coaching teenage girls who want more confidence. And she has a social media overuse program that she and I talk about a little bit on the podcast that helps guide girls through a process of understanding. Um, why they overuse social media now, and it helps them develop a social media protocol that they want to use for good. And I interviewed Coach Kimmy a few weeks ago, and uh, I kind of changed even the way that I look at social media since since the interview. So it's not just something that will benefit you if only if you have a, a teenage daughter. I think it'll benefit you if you use social media or if you have a teenage son. Um, so I think that there's a lot of good takeaways here. But uh, she saw trained to facilitate something. I was looking more on her website about this. There's a, a it's called Girl Meets World, and it's a curriculum for girls leadership that teaches small groups of girls. It's in ages or grade six to twelve about conflict resolution, communication, leadership skills, and uh, she has a tagline that I really love. Um, she says, "The first person to hand you your daughter was a nurse. Now it's time for you to hand her back to one to help her feel better about herself." So we cover this in the end, but you can find her at Kimmy, K-I-M-M-I-E dot coach. And this interview is also on the Virtual Couch YouTube channel, which I finally figured out that I could get a customized web address for that. I will pull the old man card on that one. So the Virtual Couch YouTube channel is at um, YouTube.com slash the Virtual Couch Podcast. So YouTube.com slash the Virtual Couch Podcast. And it would be wonderful if while you're there, you just hit the subscribe button and uh, that would be that would be fantastic. So let's get on to my interview with Coach Kimmy, uh, Kim Partridge. Okay, I hit record, which is very very important because I have to tell you, uh, Coach Kimmy, my guest, yeah. who I probably just said amazing things about in the intro, oh. that I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I won't say what it was on. It went very well, and then the person let me know a little later that they never hit the record button. So. Yeah, these technical things do happen. You know, that's yeah. important to hit the record button. But so anytime you know. watch my uh, shoulder go here, I'm checking to make sure it's recording. <laughs> so I'm going to do that I over and over. Okay. You just you just take care of us so well. Oh, you're very kind. Um, yes. Okay, so my guest is Coach Kimmy, and uh, do you, do I just call you Coach? Do I call you Kimmy? You can call me whatever. Inf- I mean, whatever, like Coach Kimmy. Right. What am I? One of my girlfriends asked me recently, she's like, so do, does your mom call you Kimmy? And I said, no, my mom calls me Kimberly. It's the people that like me that okay. call me Kimmy. All right, let's go with Kimmy. She likes me, by the way, yes, but I'm just saying. Kind of a parental thing. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so Kimmy, you are, are <laughs> welcome, of course, to the virtual couch. And you're on here. It kind of took a little bit of a, uh, um, I just reached, uh, I replied to an email and, um, 
and I just, I don't know. I just kind of thought this would be fun. And I'm so glad that I did. Cause now I've, I've checked out your website and a little background. Um, you seem like a fun person. I, I have full Thank confidence you. that this is going to go well. And yeah. okay. Let me start by reading the email. This is what I got. Okay. Um, I'm sitting in my office one day, just minding my own business. And, and I get a fair amount of email, I'm not trying to sound like whatever, you know? And so sometimes I don't even get a chance to read them. And so I was so grateful I did. So here's what it said. Hi, Tony. My name is Kim Partridge and I'm a certified life coach that works mainly with teenage girls in their quest for confidence, which I already love as a father of three girls. I've been listening to your podcast for close to a year now and embraced what you are sharing with your worldwide audience about mental health and how EFT and ACT can be applied to everyone. Plus I enjoy your humor. Oh, stop. <laughs> See, yeah, have me right there. That was well done. Well played. Uh, I'm reaching out to you today because I would love to discuss more with you about what is happening with our girls today in this changing environment of social media and the thoughts that girls are telling themselves and what it has to do with their lack of confidence and other issues that come up, such as poor relationships, body shaming from their peers. It's not just celebrities anymore. Overthinking, self-compassion, and the drive for effortless perfection. There is so much there that just uh, yeah. kind of encapsulates um, teenage girls today, right? Yeah. Well, not just teenage girls today, but uh, I think I, I like to think of myself as a recovering girl too. Okay. So a lot of the stories that I have that they will tell me, I'm like I I can think of exact circumstances that that has happened in my life and yeah. as a teenager. So okay, I love it. Um, so then you here's what I like. You said I read about this in Rachel Simmons' book, Enough as She Is, and the author was one of the facilitators at the conference training that I attended to teach middle school and high school girls their curriculum for conflict resolution, communication skills, and leadership for girls. I'm passionate about getting this word out to as many people as I can. And since you are top of the charts podcaster, again, (laughs) you said all the right things, Kimmy. Uh, I know. (laughs) Um, I knew you would be the best one to start with sharing my message and how I can help parents and their daughters make sense out of what is going on, plus gain awareness of the options available for those that are seeking relief from the misconceptions that are out there. I would love to hear back from you and schedule a time that we can meet to discuss sharing this on your podcast. So forget the discussive time to discuss sharing this on our podcast. We just said, let's just talk about this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I read my reply? Because I thought I tried, to be, I tried to be funny back. Do. Would, Everyone needs to know. Well, you would put me on the spot there with this stuff. About humor. <laughs> so I said, uh, hi, Kim. Thank you so much. And that's all caps. And I really was kind of yelling at <laughs> for taking the time to email. And as a father of three teenage, and I said, okay, one is 20, but close enough. And actually, uh, she it still just, counts. Well, she turns 21 in like a few days. Yeah. So oh, well, you're kind of an old man. I know. And, and this is for those, this is the plug to go watch uh, this video on YouTube as well. As those hit, and this is the first appearance of my kind of beard, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Look, you are. You, I mean, the young guys are doing it too. So <laughs> you're like, you're very yeah. trendy. Well, I'm only about five years behind. Yeah. <laughs> I think, right. And it's really probably not going to last much longer. <laughs> um, okay. So I said, Okay. Uh, okay. Admittedly, on first pass of your email, I thought the book that you reference author was sweating <laughs> the oldies, Richard Simmons. And I was I a love perplexed. that. Thank you. Um, but on a second read, I see that Rachel Simmons. So now I'm back on board with your ideas. No offense to Richard Simmons. And then here came the ADD train of thought. I worked in a chain of video stores in college and his videos, mm-hmm. along with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons were probably what kept us in business. Oh so God. I am going to buy this book and let's do this. Let's find a time to bring you on the podcast. Um, and then I said, I'd like to record audio and video if you're up to it. And you said, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Let's do it because I really do want to get the word out there um, in whatever forum we can. Uh-huh. Um, I, and I love that this is free. Like a podcast is free. So nobody can really ask for their money back. Okay, I need if, to go re-record the intro then. I was, this is the first episode I'm charging for. Oh, no, I'm I just, know. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, no, but it is, it is right. Just getting that. And that's, yeah, I love that. I too. just, I want, I want to get the word out there. And I really love what Rachel Simmons has put in this book. Um, and recently it, it, um, is now published in paperback form, which okay. is more exciting because now it's a little bit less expensive. Okay. Um, but I just want to back up a little bit because yeah. I failed to mention that I am a registered nurse in my long email that I wrote to you. Yeah. And I've been a registered nurse for 25 years. Wow. So I, I am well, um, well versed, you can say in helping people in their pain. And that's what I see girls are in now. Uh-huh. They're in the pain of thinking that they aren't enough as they are and that there is something wrong with them. It's the question that most of the girls ask me is, what's wrong with me? Yeah. I love that you've got the medical background, though. I really do. And I, yeah. I, I should do a joke here where, so you started when you were 10, you know, or something like that. Right? <laughs> I, was, I was an adult when I graduated from nursing school. Okay. I, will, I think. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. But, but I like that medical background, though. So that does kind of add a, an additional yeah. insight to yeah. I'm sure, the work that you do. Uh, yeah, so, so let me be a, truthful. I didn't. I told you I would get the book and read it and have you on the podcast. I just am having you on the podcast, so I'm not even familiar with the book. But that's. Um, I love going to a movie and not knowing what it's about. So yeah. you know. Um, so you you want to you kind of drive. So tell me tell me kind of where you want to go. Where you want to go okay. next? What are the things you want to okay. share? So there are a, there are several areas that um, Rachel covers in her book that I think are the most prevalent with girls. Okay. And one of the one of the questions that girls that I work with ask me the most is or or say that their their problem is the most is how come I don't have more friends? Mm. How can I get more friends? Okay. I need to have more friends. It's something along the um the lines of they don't think that they have enough friends. Okay. So, and the reason why that's so important to girls is because the relationships that they have, they equal their success as a person. The more relationships, the more friends that they have, they believe, equals how um, their value in the world. So, what I work with girls that say things about the relationships that they have or the, the lack of friends that they have, one of the first questions that I ask them is, well, how many friends do you need to have? Okay. Which is a good question to ask them, which they may not have ever thought, how many friends do I need to have? What is the right amount of friends? So, um, so when, they, when I ask someone a question like that, they'll say, you know, I don't know, like 10, I need 10 friends or something yeah. like that. Well, what kind of friends do you, does this mean? What kind of relationships do you want to have? with these friends and it's diving into the reason why they want to have the social connection in the first place. Okay. Which is a, a basic human need to connect with others. It's yeah. how we have survived for so long. If we didn't have other people, we would be, would be dead. Would yeah. Be dead. Well, and I like the, I like the, that is a nice um, EFT kind of model of tell me more about or seek first yeah. understand. Because I, I, I guess I, you know, and literally last night I was driving home with my son. We had gone to a basketball game and I was asking him about his friends because I felt like I, I haven't checked in in a while. I wish I would have, I wish I would have uh, talked to you first because it, I, it's funny because I was thinking about 
it was, I went on this train of thought of, you know, what I had, I had to- close friendships. I felt like he has maybe more, but are there any of that are as close? And I was trying to figure yeah. out why. And I mean, is that some of the things you see? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and now girls believe that they have, they can check their other friends to see how many friends they have yeah. on social media. Okay. So on Instagram, you can look and see you've got someone that you know that has, and they have insane amount of numbers of followers. Yeah. Like this person has a thousand followers or Mm -hmm. something like that. And so they think, well, that means that I'm less than because I only have 600. When you're like, this is a numbers game. And the interesting thing to me is that it is a numbers game that kids are playing uh-huh. that they're just trying to collect as many friends or followers or whatever they want. It's all a commodity that yeah. they have. So this commodity, that equals their worth in the world. They can see that as that equaling their worth. If I have this many, it means I'm worth this much. And what a paradigm shift. I mean, when you and I were young, I, I mean, I had a couple of friends and you know, and I had my little group and maybe you kind of ventured into another group, but there was no concept of these, the thousand yeah. friends, a thousand yeah. people I know. I mean, that I, wasn't even the, a thought. Yeah. I, I don't even think I know a thousand people. <laughs> right. I mean, and I've lived, I, I've, I've been around for a little while, yeah. but I, when I think, do I really, I don't think I've had, I mean, I know that I can say that I don't, I have not had those close relationships, but even the followers that I would have, like my yeah. friends on Facebook, I don't even know what that would be. Yeah. Maybe like a couple hundred or I don't know when I yeah. think about something like that. But um, you'll see that kids are, they're just trying to get each other to follow them or to like them because then that means something about them. Can I tell you? That okay, well, this, uh, it's never going to get filled. No. And, and this is funny. I was in my high school reunion over the summer, my 30 year reunion, and I actually won an award at, and I had a big class of who has the most Facebook followers now. And oh. I, I, no, I was embarrassed about it. And it's only because, you know, when Facebook came around, I was writing a newspaper column and I did this fundraiser at a school for six years in a row. And so people would just, it was the dawn of Facebook and I was, yeah. I was there. And so I would accept everybody. And so now yeah. there's this big number, but I, I don't know these people. Yeah. You, but, and I, and yeah. so I love that. I, I mean, I was embarrassed. It was like how many people. And, and so, but I think that you're right. If it was now, it would be a, an honor to have the yeah. person most followers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. What do you do then? Cause, and here's the part where you can't just say you shouldn't want that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course we want our girls to, to have connection. Mm-hmm. Of course we want them to uh, learn how to develop their social skills. So there's um, I've, come up with a PDF, a download, um, I guess those are the technical terms, (laughs) that have like exercises that Rachel Simmons put in her book, Enough As She Is, um, for moms to kind of um, reference so they know what what they can do with their daughters. And one of them is um, when I say with girls, okay, you need to find, you need to brainstorm ideas Uh of people where you can get your social connections offline. Oh, now that, which is also ties into another thing for confidence, which is some of the risk that girls feel like they take when they um, step outside of themselves and ask friends to do something socially. 
So, um, so they can ask, they, so they can just brainstorm ideas like who are your close friends? What, and this is important for girls to know too, what do you want in a friend? Mm. Because I also tell them, you know, you can have everybody in your school can be your friend, but do you want is everybody in your school to be your friend? What about the science nerds? Are you going to hang out with the science nerds? And if you do hang out with the science nerds, what will you make that mean about you? Like, maybe I'm not that smart because I'm, (laughs) but you want that number of friends. So is that who you want? So just them really knowing and understanding what they want from a friend gives them more power and control over the relationships that they have. Instead of it just being a number, they're like, okay, this is what I want in a friend. This is what I have to offer a friend. This is the kind of relationship that I want to have. So in those, in the exercises that I have listed, one of them is just brainstorming different social connections that they have, who they want to have, um, ways that they want to connect with people offline, which can be in many different ways. I, for, with my daughters, mm-hmm. I tried to encourage them to have um, game nights with their friends, which is what I did with my girlfriends. Okay. I remember playing Monopoly yeah. for hours. Yeah. <laughs> we play Monopoly. Yeah. So just trying to get girls together and doing something that's enjoyable, that's low risk for them playing yeah. a game, unless it's, you know, like a crazy game. I don't like where they're fighting or something. Right. Boxing. Right. Boxing. That's what I was okay. trying to think of. My oldest <laughs> son would get boxing. together with his friends and box. Okay. Like, oh my goodness. I don't want to see any of this. But I love so, what you're saying too of the, uh, I feel like I, if I even asked my, one of my kids, what kind of a friend you want, I don't even know if they would know. I feel like it would yeah. almost have to activate this part of their brain that there's some cobweb, yeah. the gears got to start going and, yeah. but which would be a neat uh, opportunity to just try to yeah, your kid. which I, lo- I love that they get to do that, where they get to just stop and think, okay, well, what kind of friend do I want? Like, who do I want to hang out with? Because there's, right now, they're just caught up in gaining the numbers. Mm-hmm. They're just thinking, this is a numbers game. I got to really build up my numbers. So that's where they are. So it's just stopping, like taking a pause and saying, okay, well, what do you really want? So I like to, I mean, I wonder if uh, maybe where you're going to with this is if you, if they're, if you're trying to get them outside of, um, their comfort zone or off their phone. And so if they're, if you're saying, okay, let's go to a driving range, you know, then if they're saying, well, I don't really like that or, or, you know, I don't like the people that would probably want to go to that or, so they really do have to kind of decide what they want to do if they're actually going to be around real people. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, and it's something where, um, if they, if their friend does invite them to the driving range, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, are we talking golfing? Is that, yeah. that's, that's the driving range, right? Well, well, I was thinking of the, you guys probably have them in uh, uh, Arizona, but the, we have them in Arizona. Well, I mean, and the, my dad, ton, but the multiple layer ones, I think those are kind of fun, right? <laughs> really cool. So, so that would be like, <laughs> just, just trying something new, yeah. which is another, okay. another exercise that I have girls do, which is um, the most well-received exercise that I do with the girls that I coach that they have that they are asked to do is they're asked to do a dare of the day or do something a little bit outside of what they would normally do and they love it and what are some I examples think, yeah what are the, that, that sounds kind of cool 
I think the reason why they love it is uh-huh. because I'm giving them permission to do something daring. Okay. So, and I, and it's completely up to them what they choose to do with this dare of the day. I keep offering to all of the girls, I say um, something like, go to Jamba Juice and order a Jamba Juice and then um, tell them that you want it for free. Nobody's okay. done that yet. They, they are, and nobody, nobody's that brave yet. Yeah. yeah. But what they, what they do is a lot of them say the dare that they're doing is they're, they're going and talking to somebody they don't know. Okay. So they're okay, reaching like out to somebody. And what I like to ask them after, after they've done this dare and we reflect on what they've done, I ask them about the moment just before they did their dare and how did they feel? Mm. A lot of times it's uncomfortable. A lot of times it's awkward. A lot of times it's, you know, I was a little nervous and getting them to recognize that that's how they felt right before. And they did it anyway. So, you know, I'm a big, uh, oh, builds their confidence every time they do it. So going to the driving range and that to me, (laughs) you tell me to go to the driving range and already I'm, I'm getting a little, um, I'm getting a little angry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've tried to golf with my dad and it was, I don't have the hand-eye coordination. Okay. But, but I know, like what you're saying. I, mean, I love the, uh, you know, I, I love acceptance and commitment therapy. And what I like yeah. about what you're saying is that moment before that's when your yeah. brain is screaming to you, trying to get you to fuse to these stories of I can't do it or they won't like it or it'll be ridiculous or I'll get in trouble or I don't have time or any of those things. Yeah. And, and that's a time to kind of a little mindfulness and just kind of move forward. And, and I also love when you're saying you give them permission. Um, oftentimes to my clients, I'll say, Hey, the rule here is you can blame anything on your therapist. You know, yeah. you, can, you can go home and yeah. say, I don't want to have this conversation, but Tony told me that we need to talk. Know, we have to have this. Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to do all, <laughs> all of these things, but coach Kimmy says yeah. that I have to do something. And this is important. It's just a little bit outside the comfort zone. Okay. So I call it the low risk zone. Is, and okay. that's what Rachel Simmons says in her book too. It's just outside the comfort zone. So I'm not, so, um, and this is a common theme too that girls seem to have is raising their hands in class, raising their hand in class. Uh-huh. They don't want to raise their hand in class because they're afraid of what other people will think of them. If they're going to say that they're um, like a teacher's pet, or maybe they don't know the answer. So they right. don't want to raise their hand in class. So, so this girl would be somebody that raises their hand when they know the question, the answer to the question, and they don't worry about what other people think about them. So that could be the dare of the day, even just to, yeah, that's the dare okay. of the day. And, and that is that it's just something like that where they, where they build that confidence, like just little step by step, they're building it where they're like, wow, like, look what I have accomplished just by doing all of these little dares. Yeah. I'm, it, it's, it's my favorite part of mm-hmm. the program that I do with girls. And it, like I said, it is the most well-received part. It's okay. the, um, like the testimonials that I have on my website from the girls that I've worked with. That's what they reference that they loved the most. And I'm like, I just, I just love them. Just well, there's love a lot them. of stuff in there though. There is. I, can I ask you about, I don't know if this is maybe anything you you were headed toward, but um, going back to the social media and girls in yeah. particular, do you, do you work with a lot of issues with body image? I mean, do you oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It comes up, it comes up 
frequently. I mean, all mm-hmm. the time you yeah. can say that body image um, comes up because that's how girls see the, the reflection of them. I mean, they can see that their body is people can think that that's what they're about or their worth or what whatever they're about their worth. Um, we've kind of been socialized to think that um, thin is the ideal. Right. And if you're overweight, it means that you're lazy or it means that you may never be successful in life. Okay. Which, you know, and I, I don't, I don't fuse to that idea, okay. but right. that is yeah. what girls are told. So, um, so they think that, okay, you know, if I just do these, if I run more or mm-hmm. if I, if I don't eat, then I will be thin enough when you really will never be thin enough. Um, and there is a book by um, Courtney Martin okay. called Perfect Girls, Starving Daughters. And she oh. talks about the ritual language of self-hatred, okay. which girls talk about, they like to talk to each other about how fat they are. Oh, yeah. And it comes from the girls that are not overweight. Right. And what happens in that kind of discussion or conversation with the girls is one girl will say, I'm just, I feel so fat today. And the other girl will say, no, you don't. You look look really good today. No, I'm the one that's fat. So they get this little bit of connection, a little bit of hit where they've connected with each other, but it's over something negative. Yeah. So this seems to be very common among girls. I mean, even among women, women will do this as well, where they'll say, something about their body and how their body is, you know, less than or whatever. So what I like to teach girls is um, I like to teach them about, they can think about what they're grateful for about their body. And this this ties a lot with me being a nurse. Okay. I worked in a burn trauma ICU at the University of Utah Hospital as my first job. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I'm a U of U grad. Oh, I, I didn't. I never saw you in the burn unit, though. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I learned right away when I was there, like how grateful I was for my skin, like mm. my skin being intact. Okay. So it's one of the exercises that I have on that PDF for busy moms who want to help their daughters feel better is where I call it a body scan. Okay. And it's just, okay, what am I grateful for about my body? That puts them in a mindset where they're not thinking like hating on their body or thinking what's wrong with me. Like, okay, what am I grateful for about my body? Mm. And if you think of something like just as simple as my skin's intact, you know, I have, this is all working for me. My heart is beating or something like that. It doesn't have to be the thing that you um, love the most about your body. I do ask them to think about that too. Like, okay, well, what do you love about your body? Uh-huh. Well, I love that my body can take me places to meet other people, or I love that my body um, can go outside and do outdoorsy things yeah. or something like that. And then I also ask that, and also in the exercises the in the PDF, it says, um, what do I need right now to make my body strong? Because if you think, if the girls are thinking about what can I do to make my body look better, yeah, 
you'll never get there. Yeah, you'll yeah, never, yeah. I mean, you'll always be able to find something. I was always, when I was growing up and I would hear that supermodels could still find out something wrong with their bodies. Like mm. what? Like, <laughs> how is that? But it's right. true. You can always find something wrong with your body. Yeah. And now that girls have social media and they can look at other people's body. And I think, you know, a damaging part of social media is, as well is the filters that girls can put on their bodies to make them look like something that you don't even recognize of them, but they're thinking that's how I have to look in order for people to like me. Can I tell you, I I have a guest coming on in a few weeks that um, I'm not the, I won't give it away, but uh, this person worked in that industry of Photoshopping, airbrushing, And, uh, and finally just kind of just had had enough and then just got out of the industry and is doing a 180. But, uh, they, they kind of talked a little bit about just how, how much they would do to cover up every blemish and everything, yeah. every, right. Yeah. And that's yeah. just, what a, yeah. What a bad message to say. Yeah. And girls have access to that right now. Yeah. Where I look at my Instagram feed where I know a girl personally, and I see a picture that she's put on a bunch of filters. Yeah. Um, I'm like, that doesn't even look like her. And I like the girl that I know. Why, you know, like, and just, and just having them question why they think that's necessary. Right. And why, what are they trying to fill in doing that? So, and I, and I want to say, I'm not, I'm not against social media. Right. Okay. I, I have a program um, in with my coaching that is called social media overuse. Okay. Where I teach girls how to use social media for their benefit. Okay. Um, and why they want to use social media and what social media is answering for them right now. And a lot of times it's a negative emotion that it's answering for them. If they're lonely, if they're right, bored. Is that, do you like me? Do, will you, yeah. do you care about I, me? Okay. I need to be accepted. Yeah. So I'm going to put this out there. So just getting them to recognize that they haven't really been taught how to use their social media. Mm. And there is a way for them to still use social media for their benefit. And what do they want from it? And okay. I just love that they get to have these tools where because we're going to have social media around yeah. forever until like we can all read each other's minds or something. It's coming. Well, and I do say that though, because I feel like this goes back to uh, even a parent. I mean, parents are going to be listening to this yeah. and a parent that now, you know, hears this and says, yeah, that's right. I need to tell them that they, they need to not be on social media as much yeah. as okay. If you want a way to put distance between you and your teenager, Go, oh, go do that. Route, yeah. Right? Just tell them to get off of it. Like, yeah. tell them, to tell them you didn't there. need it when you were a kid and you were fine. And oh, tell them to yeah. use it now. Tell them that. And then they will, uh, man, this is the part where I hope that people can recognize sarcasm, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you're right. So, it is a man, uh, it really is trying to be there for your teen and being able to have yeah. them talk to you about it. That's why I love yeah. that with your example you were talking about earlier of what kind of friend do you want? And yeah. you got to turn off the fixing and judgment, you know, the, yeah. no, you don't, you don't want that kind of friend. It's like, yeah, well, yeah talk to him about it. Um, okay. Oh, can oh, I, can I just like give a little bit of a, a exercise that I do with the girls for that are using social media, like their social media overuse program. I get, I tell them they need to have like an Instagram monitor. Okay. So what they have is they have three questions they need to ask themselves before they post anything on Instagram. Okay. I like this. And that is, 
why am I posting this? Okay. What is my intention and how am I feeling right now? Okay. So they just need to answer those three questions. And if they like the reasons why they're posting that, if those, if the reasons why they are going to post something align with their values, mm-hmm. then go for it. I go right ahead. But if you are going to post something because you're angry that your friend did not invite you to yeah. something like you want a retaliation post like no like mm. that, what's that going to do for you if you're going to be posting things like that so it's just getting them in a different kind of a mindset uh-huh. where they're in control still able to use it still doing awesome girl things yeah okay no i like that um okay do you have five more minutes is that okay I do. okay cool I do. And I want to make sure we get to anything that you really yeah. need to get to today too, because this is already, this is amazing. The, so you've got the PDF, you've got eight things, the uh, exercises. Yes. That, uh, mom's yeah. gonna, uh, did any of them involve a plank of any sort? Because I'm not very good at no. those. Be good. There's right. No, there's no okay. planks. There's okay. no um, full body squats in this okay. at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so, so I mean, anybody, this is anybody, anybody. Good. Can use this. Um, I, on the book though, and this is admittedly for me kind of going to Rachel's website and yeah. taking at some of the things that she said, but one of the things I really liked was uh, girl competence does not equal girl. Competence. Oh yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Sounds cool. Okay. So girls are kind of are stuck in this person praise cycle where they get their um, their feedback from getting straight A's, being the best soccer player, being the best at something. So they get this person praise. Okay. So it looks like they're a very competent girl, but on the inside, they're really struggling because they don't recognize their own worth. They're just trying to keep achieving this ideal, not really feeling anything better about themselves. In fact, a lot of times they start talking worse about themselves. I had a young lady that I coached that um, she was what you would think would be an ideal girl. She got straight A's, student body government. She participated in sports and her issue was that she felt like she was a terrible person. Oh. And I, you know, and I would ask her, well, why do you think that you're a terrible person? Because I'm not doing enough. I'm oh. not, I still am not doing all the things. I'm afraid I'm going to let my parents down. Mm, okay. So it was, it's getting the, it's getting girls to a point to understand um, you can do anything you want. And this comes back a lot to like girl power. I can do anything I want, but it doesn't mean I have to do everything. Okay. And I can, I can fall down and I can make mistakes and I'm still okay. And what I love, um, going back to the confidence that I do yeah. with them with the, um, the dare of the day yeah. is I have them watch the Ted talk about rejection therapy. Have you seen that? No, no. I, I, I'll oh, my, send me a link to... though. I'll link to it. Yeah. Send me a link to that and I'll put it on your screen. I'll send okay. you a link. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm a tech hint, right? savvy yeah. gal. Um, so it's this man, Jia Jiang. 
just uh-huh. look up rejection therapy because okay. I can't say his name. Okay. But what he did was the idea was that he was going to go out and ask these crazy ideas or like mm-hmm. ask these things, like crazy things from people. Like he went to, um, oh, was it Krispy Kreme? He went to Krispy Kremes and he asked them to make um, him a donut in the shape of the Olympic rings. Okay. Oh, that's funny. You know, and, yeah. you know, with the, the idea, like, you know, not that they had to say yes, but they made it like there was a lady there that made the, the donuts in the shape of oh, the um, Olympic rings. <laughs> so it's getting girls to understand it's not um, it's not your your worth is not going to come by just if people always say yes or always accept you. If you always do the right thing, it's you in the process of becoming who you want to be and recognizing that the process is where all the magic happens. Just keep, yeah. Yeah. Just keep working on that process of becoming you and you are enough as you are. Okay. I feel like that's a little bit of a, I know, right. That was good. I know. Um, All right. So I looked up where we can find you. I like your website, Kimmy, K I M M I E dot coach. Yes. Kimmy dot coach. Yes. And you got the, Oh, so if moms want to go to that website at the very top, top. I have, yeah, I have the link to, um, the PDF busy mom's guide to helping your daughter feel better because that's what it's all about is what I've discovered. We just, we want our daughters to feel better. If an email comes through from a, from a guy, a dad, do you get rid of him? If an email comes through, no. <laughs> he can, uh, guys oh, can I download this. Dads. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah, I was going with that. Right. See what I was doing? The, the moms and dads. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I, I love it. I do. So uh, we can find you at Kimmy.coach. Um, I'll have a link to um, your website and, and Rachel's book, Enough Is She. Yes. Yes. Um, there as well. Uh, I really am grateful that you reached out and, uh, and, and, and thank you for taking the time. And it looks like there's other stuff on your website too. That yeah, there is. Like yeah. Just, yeah. Just go uh, like moms, yeah, moms and dads. Sorry, dads. <laughs> All the moms and dads go right. out there and, and take a look and see what's on there. I love to help out parents and girls as much as I can. So yep. Head right. on over there. Hey, uh, this has been recording the entire time. Yay, you did right. it. Yeah. All right. So stay on the line, but uh, thank you so much. And uh, we'll, I'd love to have you on again down the road. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Coach Kimmy. Compressed emotions flying past our heads and out the other end. The pressures of the daily grind is wonderful. Elastic waste and rock.